This episode of Beach Weekly is brought to you by Long Beach Transit. 8 a.m. exam crams are what we do at the beach. So is riding the bus for free. Long Beach Transit is now offering free rides to campus, work, and home to start the semester. Save on parking and make the bus part of your routine. Visit RideLBT.com students for schedules and route information. Beach Weekly is a podcast created and produced by Cal State Long Beach student newspaper, The Daily 49er. With in-depth podcasts, videos, and photo galleries, The Daily 49er is your number one source for campus and Long Beach-related news, sports, arts, and opinions. A new school year means a new host. Welcome, Aziza Gomez. Hello, I am here with our Editor-in-Chief, Ashley Ramos, and we're going to talk about her new role of Editor-in-Chief. How are you, Ashley? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. So my first question is, how and when did you know you wanted to be a journalist? I think, okay, so I came into college. I was originally a psychology major, and then I wanted to, like, my, like, emphasis was going to be on child development because I wanted to help special needs students, like, in their early on um, stages. And then, like, I don't know, one day I just started panicking, and I was like, what if I yell at a kid and, like, I ruin their life and they're, like, sad and it's, like, they're messed up because of me? And so then I was like, what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to do? And so, like, I had to think about, like, things that I already knew how to do, that I was good at and I enjoyed. And I really enjoyed taking photos, but photography is an art major. And I knew that if I relied on photography to like pay my bills, that I was gonna be a broke artist. And I was gonna be very, very sad about it. So I just was like photojournalism. I was like, that's, that's it. Like, cause then I get to learn. I was like, and I've always been good at like writing. And I remember like my yearbook teacher talking like, oh, we're photojournalism. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I just switched it. And I've actually like a lot of like parts of journalism was things that I already actually knew how to do like photography, graphic design. I mean, most people know how to do social media, but I love social media. <laughs> it's all kind of like tied together, but yeah. <laughs> Awesome. I didn't know that you were trying to be a psychologist at first. That's so interesting. Well, it's cool. You're still working with people on your team and yeah. have you have a lot of different talents, which is why you're the editor in chief now. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I wanna I wanna do psychology. I don't know. I think like it's fun picking like people's brains. Like if I wasn't gonna help kids, I was like therapy. I could be a therapist. <laughs> Now you're like a fashion therapist. <laughs> Help people with their sad outfits and you're gonna show them beautiful outfits. True, like what not to wear. <laughs> that was my favorite show. Like yeah. I want a white streak of hair mm-hmm. on one side of my head and that's it. Um, my second question is how much of an adjustment was working from home for you? I guess not that big of an adjustment. Um because I feel like in a way journalism could be done from home. Like it, like obviously like we didn't have any like event coverage cause there's limited events, but like being able to like interview people, like we had Zoom, we ha- always did like phone calls, we had emails. So that was like pretty easy to do. Um, honestly, I like being at home. 
I prefer staying inside of my house. So like, I wasn't really sad about it at all. I was like, this is fine. And there was like limited access to the newsroom. So I still kind of like got to see people. Um, and I had like seen how like the newsroom worked before, like with everyone. Um, so I got to learn a little bit, but it wasn't, it wasn't that big of an adjustment. I adapt easily. <laughs> awesome. So would you say that there was a lot of resources for like that interpersonal communication still? Uh, like research, re- resources, um, so I mean, like, so like Slack and oh, it's like, did you feel like it was easy to transition and still get like that um, amount of communication with the team? Mm-hmm. I think, I think in the past, like transitioning, since I had like such a smaller role and I was just an assistant and it was social media. So we like had to be on our phones and we had to really like talk to each other through that, like like already through the internet um so it was pretty much it was really easy um but I I have realized now since like we are half in person half not in person that like communication probably for like the higher like positions um during like the COVID time like last year was probably like really really hard because like right now even though like I still see people like it's just a lot of like having to be on your phone, like making sure like, hey, can you respond to this email? Like, hey, you still haven't responded. And like, you're not able to just be like, hey, I need you to do this. And like, you just see them. So I feel like it's, it was probably really hard. It was probably really hard for the last EIC to like make sure things were getting done and like communicating and all that. I feel very bad. I'm grateful it's half in person. So I know you've done a lot of cool events or have gone to interview people. And I want to ask you about some of these later, like the Grammy party. (laughs) I remember us talking about a couple years ago. (laughs) I know maybe for us right now, it's a little easier to do journalism because we're focusing more on like our local community and school. But like us, we really love pop culture and like industry events. So yeah as we've seen that did kind of stop the industry a little bit because a lot of these interviews were happening like on red carpets or at events Mm -hmm. um so how do you see COVID-19 changing how you see your career in the industry did it have an effect huh Uh, hmm that's a good question um hmm I guess I guess because I'm really optimistic I was like, we're gonna get out of this. Like, I don't graduate anytime soon. And even if I did, like, it's gonna get out of it. So I'm gonna be able to do like, like a concert photography and doing like interviewing people at events and doing event work. Um, So I didn't really like fear in that sense. And I do want to work for like a fashion magazine. And they were still like up and functioning and running. Um... So no, I feel like I didn't, I didn't panic too hard when this was happening because I was like, there's still going to be jobs, like it's going to be fine, the kids are all right, it's all good. (laughs) Chief mentality. (laughs) (laughs) But I was for sure sad, like because I feel like there was like a decline 
and even me being able to like read interviews and like the content that was coming out like pop culture content you know like fashion like the trends and like seeing people out and oh my gosh just seeing red carpet fashion or like concert clothing so like I feel like creatively I was just like looking back at like old runways and like old concerts and like stage setup and everything but it's gonna be back it's already back <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to study out there you know mm-hmm. and I love humans like there's so much about humans that we could like go into there's so many stories out there like I may not be doing what I want immediately right but I'll get there <laughs> so back to this question mm-hmm. I just thought of so you've inspired me as a journalist and as a person in general because you're really adventurous. I feel like sometimes you just do things and you're like, it's going to be worth it. And I love that. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit more about the Grammy party and how that happened? <laughs> okay, so in high school, like after I had graduated, um, I wasn't 18 yet. I graduated when I was 17. So the crazy person in me was all like I'm gonna like sneak into events like I'm gonna do that and it's gonna be all right and I can't like go to jail or whatever because I'm a minor so like it's gonna be fine and so like I just started this streak this habit Mm -hmm. of like sneaking into places because it really is like a rush of like like I feel like a like I don't know like a spy and I'm like (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like fun um so because I was doing things like that for a while um me and my friend were like hey the Grammys are going on like <laughs> let let's sneak into the Grammys and we're like yes yes we're gonna do this it's gonna be good and and so then we went we had a like we had a pickup so we go to the dispensary and I'm talking to like one of my favorite like bud tenders mm-hmm. and he was like, I went to the Grammys. He was like, I was there a few years ago. My uncle, he bought me tickets. I saw the whole performance. I went to like, da 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 da. He was like, it was beautiful. It was amazing. And I was like, really? I'm, I'm trying to sneak into it. And he was like, I don't, he was like, I don't think you could do that. But like, good luck. Good luck with that. So it was held at like the Staples Center. So we were just like running around the parking lot in the Staples Center and like running around the streets and like just doing like crackhead stuff, you know, like we were just being dumb kids. Mm -hmm. And then there's a lot of people that were on the sidewalks that were, what is that called? When you're like selling tickets? Yes, there's a bunch of scalpers (laughs) and they're like trying to sell to go inside the Grammys and we're like how much da, 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 da. and then they'll not like finally the Grammys is apparently like four hours long y'all like six like I don't even know how long it is but it's like really long and finally like I swear at like 10 o'clock everyone from the stable center starts coming out and then they're like lining up to go somewhere else and so me and my friend were like what is that like where are you guys going and they're like oh we're going to the Grammys after party and so I was like, okay. And then I started talking to the scalpers again. And then they were like, yeah, we could sell you a ticket to go into the after party for like this much. And so I bought it. I went in there. It was like just one giant party. There was like dancers just like, just laying 
around like on furniture like like live model type things and it was like I think circus theme question mark I don't know and there was like people on stilts like walking around and so there's like super tall people people just sitting there there's you know those the Wait, like, like the prom from Zach and Cody do you remember that episode oh <laughs> they had like a prom uh-huh. and they hired like a cir- like a whole circus team did they have wait hold up did they have like people hanging from like the ceiling too i feel like i do remember this i feel like it was like i do yeah it was it was probably the same thing honestly like they probably just stole it from Zach and cody it was crazy (laughs) disney channel really influenced the culture for us Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah well that's great i feel like in this industry you have to be courageous just put yourself out there Get yourself yeah. into rooms. Uh, exactly. I ended up meeting one of like the Grammy nominated people. And that was like the coolest part. And that was yeah. And I interviewed them. And that was like the best part. It's like forced LinkedIn. You're just mm-hmm. like, here I am. Exactly. But in a cool way, because it's a party and there was free food everywhere. It was amazing. Southland is bringing its credit union experience to the Long Beach State campus. As a student of Long Beach State, you are eligible to join with access to our new University Student Union branch, student loan services, free checking, and free financial education resources. Visit Beach CU for more information. Working remotely, how do you manage your day as the new editor-in-chief? I wake up and then I'll like get ready all the, this like past week, Monday through Wednesday, I was going in office because I had class and like meetings. So I was like, might as well go in office. Today, I'm at home. But I think uh, like I decide that, like what time do I want to get in office and like start, like what do I have to do? And then I'll show up or like show up at this desk right here at home. <laughs> and then I just like think about like, what are the things that I need to do today? Who do I need to talk to? Do I have to set up any meetings? Um, and just making sure that like um, my like the rest of the managing editors are like doing their job and like helping out and everything. Um, yeah, but I would say checking my emails. <laughs> like I usually like wake up and then I'll be like, oh, I forgot I had to do that. And then I'll like, make a note. And so like I make a list of like things that I need to do. Smart. Yeah. Okay, and what's the most rewarding part of being editor-in-chief? I guess, you know, I've been, I've honestly been thinking about this one (laughs) because there was like a lot of work that I had to do over the summer to like prepare Mm -hmm. and make things more equitable, in my opinion, and set up different processes so that way not everything lands on me and my team understands what their goal and like what their position does and all of that and so it's been like a lot of and like also working with the business team Mm -hmm. and setting things up on the business side and making sure that like our budget's fine there's ads and like all of that and we have our wonderful director of operations Sai, that has just been a godsend and so like it's just been a lot I will have to say so I do I've been sitting here thinking like what is driving me to do this what am I actually liking because I won't lie there's a lot of 
most of it I don't like. <laughs> um, but I guess what makes it worth it and is rewarding is just seeing my team, seeing that they're like being able to produce things that they like and that they wanted to. I know later on they'll have more liberties to take the each desk in like their own way, put a spin on it, create something new. I guess it's also that creating things. I like to see things like grow. I love plants. So I like to see it like start as a little baby and just like blossom into something beautiful. So I guess it's that. It was nice being able to like hire everyone and like hear everyone's story and like things like that, just getting to know people. But it, it is a big position. I keep like, why did I do this? Like, this is a lot of work. I'm just like, am I doing it well? Can I handle this? Like, I feel like I might explode. No lie. Thanks for a reason, Ashley, and you're doing a great job. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> okay, one last question. For sure. After graduation, where do you see your career going? Or where do you want it to go? Where do I want my career to go? For sure up. <laughs> I don't know. Cause like I for sure have like career goals, but I don't, you know, you never know when you could like, you know, do said goals or like when you're gonna get there. And it's like a lot of different things. So I just hope that I'll have a job that, cause I work at a grocery store that isn't working at the grocery store, um, that I won't be like so poor. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm so broke right now and like I do not want to have like a college kid type salary like I want to have that postgraduate mm. type salary and then I think once I get that like stable nine to five job because the end goal in life for me is to be an artist so like start creating art and like actually doing that and running my business actually <laughs> and just that I just don't want to be poor and I want to have a job. I feel you. Well, you're a great artist and you make great clouds. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Ashley helped me make clouds for one of my shows. <laughs> Look beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Beach Weekly. Thank you for having me on this episode of Beach Weekly. You're a wonderful host. I love this conversation. <laughs> if you think about it, your commute to school has been free for over a year. If you count walking from your bed to your desk, a commute. Keep it going with free rides to real, actual campus aboard Long Beach Transit. Make the bus part of your routine. Visit RideLBT.com students for more info.